Searching for a research partner to handle the details of your next qualitative project? When we say Fieldwork can handle it all, we mean it. From world-class facilities to low-incidence recruitment, their team of experts handles the details so you can stay focused on the research. Say goodbye to traditional focus group rooms and recruitment tactics. As market research has grown from the standard focus group to incorporate other innovative methodologies and technologies, Fieldwork has expanded along with it. With facilities nationwide and sophisticated global recruitment services, their detail-oriented staff partners with you to achieve great insights. Focus on the research. Fieldwork will do the rest. Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here. Today, I'm going to give you some tips for building an effective social media strategy. Social is a big deal. And today I'm going to break it down, give you four things to think about and hopefully mull over and then get to the office and get to work. So social media is the butter to your business bread. Let me tell you, it's the Abbott to your Costello, it's the gin to your tonic, as I like to say. I remember Guy Kawasaki, who was the chief evangelist at Canva, saying once that social media was God's gift to entrepreneurs. I believe that's true. At this point, business simply can't exist without social media. Social media enables you to build a successful digital presence. It is a key part of that. And let's face it, your buyer persona is already out there online spending several hours a week on different platforms. Today, I'm going to give you a couple of tips that maybe you think, yeah, 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 I know, but I need you to really understand and let them soak in. If you're listening to this podcast and you have not yet done really good buyer persona work for your company, stop and go to littlebirdmarketing.com forward slash resources, download two different free guides that we have. One that is a real informative romp through the importance of persona development. And the other one is a handy template to really help you workshop it and get some meaning out of those ideas. But for now, I'm going to give you these four tips for building an effective social media strategy with the understanding that you have already done this amazing, good persona work. One thing I'm really proud about at Little Bird Marketing is our brand. It is authentic. It is really embedded in our tone of voice. We are helpful. We are kind of crazy. Maybe we'd say a little quirky, but we're very down to earth. We don't use jargon. We're very clear about how we show up and how we actually help our most ideal client. And your company may already have a professional website, but social media is an avenue that really helps you expand that brand. So my first tip is that you need to be thinking about how to build an authentic brand. Now, sometimes I hate the word authentic because what does it really mean? But for the purposes of social media and for building a brand, what I want to tell you is that you cannot be doing a bait and switch with people. So if people meet me online and then they meet me in person and they go, oh yeah, yeah, same person, <laughs> right? That's super important. If I talk in a very lofty way and command a big presence in a room when I am on Zoom, then I better do that in person. Likewise, if you talk in a certain way on your website, like we are the unabashed owners of this space, and then I meet you and you're very mousy and not really comfortable in your own skin about the expertise, 
there's just a lot of authenticity missing there. So authentic brand really needs to start before you get on social, but social media is a platform where that authenticity really gets to grow and really gets a lot of nuance, right? Social media is a platform where you can make these genuine connections with followers. It's a space where you can peel back the layers of your brand and really explore what that brand means and how that brand shows up. And so before you jump onto social media, you've really got to distill what the brand voice is, the kind of tone you use, the way that you approach problems, the level of your expertise and how you talk about it and get really comfortable with it. I know sometimes brands think like, well, we want to say things differently, different times, but I'm telling you that does not help you in terms of an authentic brand being built, right? How this relates to social media is that when you start creating a social media plan and you have your authentic brand in mind, you're going to start creating posts that focus on your values, your company history, and your mission, and the way that you see the world, and the way that your employees contribute to how you see the world, and the way that your employees look at problems and address pressing issues for your clients. You need to seize the opportunity to create a really personable and an accessible brand. Now, you don't need to mimic another brand. So someone might admire our brand, but if they're not that kind of a brand, then if they try and mimic us, it will really fall flat. If you're not quirky, don't try and build a quirky brand. If you're not an incredibly high level engineer, professional with a lot of technical jargon, then don't try and build the brand on that because it will show. The second tip is about building an engaged community. And this for me is super important. In fact, I teach social influence to cohorts within companies. And this is a massive switch in the way that we show up in social media. It's leaving behind this idea of going out to the masses. And I like to look at it as a pyramid. And I like to turn the pyramid upside down and the other side and really make this explain this to people. So what I mean by this is consider that right now, most people look at social media as a funnel. So an upside down pyramid, right? So at the top are a lot, a lot, a lot of people, and I'm going to just out there and broadcast, right? And then I hope that a few will trickle down and follow, and then they'll follow this, then they'll look a little more. And it's like, boop, out of the bottom pops a great client. That is not an effective way of using social media in my personal opinion, right? So what I want to do when I think about building an engaged community, I want to turn that pyramid right side up. So it truly is a pyramid. And I want to have me at the very top, me or my company, however you're looking at this. And you want to just be mindful of the very top people that you're influencing. You want to build an engaged community with these people. They, in turn, will eventually advocate for you, and they will actually spread your expertise and expand your network in the way that they interact with what you're saying and what you're posting. Before we get too far, let's talk about this show's sponsor. As a business professional, mastering social media is no longer a nice-to-have set of skills, but a fundamental need in order to advance your career and exceed goal. A lot of people are interested in learning social selling techniques for revenue generation, network building, and maybe even to advance their thought leadership. But what is actually needed is a practical and repeatable system to digitally transform whole teams. 
teams that commit to creating meaningful digital communities and learn how to leverage social media to turn relationships into sales online far outperform their competitors. And companies that commit to investing in their teams to increase their personal social influence reap the benefit of increased brand awareness and positive upticks in company reputation. Social media is natural, it's cost-effective, and it's an easily leveraged tool at anyone's disposal. What is lacking is an effective and proven system that trains sales, marketing, HR, and executives alike to move from social selling to complete digital transformation and into digital dominance. Our 12-week social selling course is a practical, hands-on experience. It's taken over time specifically to address the needed mindset shifts, the changes in habits and behaviors, and all of this while implementing new skills. You will learn how to network effectively and at scale, build rapport with targeted audiences, expand your influence, and become the go-to authority in your area of expertise. So this is not a quick tips and tricks for LinkedIn success flash in the pan. It's a commitment to changing the way you show up online and experience career-shifting breakthroughs. This is expert instruction in small cohorts with personalized one-on-one coaching. If you're interested, go learn more at littlebirdmarketing.com slash social hyphen influence. A really good authentic brand and a, just a tight tone of voice with that paired with an effective hashtag strategy and a real, real care for just the people directly around you who really need your expertise, that is going to build an engaged community that will matter for a long time. Imagine social media as a cocktail party for your business. You've invited potential and current customers to mingle, to discuss and ask questions about your brand. And how awkward would it be if a client tapped you on the shoulder and started chatting to you And you literally stood there and said absolutely nothing back to them. You wouldn't do that in person, but when we're not mindful about our community and taking care of questions that are arising that other people are bringing to the surface online, then that's what we're in effect doing. So if you don't do that in person, you shouldn't do it online. It means you have to be listening to the community and not just talking. It means you can't be broadcasting just blah, 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 blah about stuff. You have to be listening to what people are challenged with so that you can respond in kind. And you can think about that very small audience and eventually it will lead to a big audience. But far too much people are thinking about the big audience and trying to get with everybody. And so really they get to nobody. Humans are social creatures, and we really want that interaction even when we go digital and we're on these social media platforms. So you want to show up as humanly as possible and facilitate discussions and spark conversations inside and outside of your industry. Do some for fun. Do some that are professional. Do some that showcase your failures and do some that showcase your successes. It's about showing up and being human and engaging in that community. The third tip I have for building an effective social media strategy is really about coming around your employees in a way that is meaningful. Now, a lot of stuff gets talked about with employee advocacy, and I don't really like how it gets thrown around. The majority of employee advocacy protocols that I hear about start and end with, 
uh, please like and comment and share whatever the company posts. And then people go out there on that same day and they're like, hey, we put this out this morning. Everybody connect with it. That's not an effective employee advocacy program. <laughs> That's just telling people to do something and they feel fearful that if they don't, they're going to get in trouble, right? <laughs> advocacy is something that we do out of our own volition. And the truth is people want to hear from their connections. They don't want to hear from their brands. So I get it why companies are like, well, our company feed is really quiet. And so if our people share it, then we'll get more traction. Yes. But if your people don't share it from a genuine place of wanting to share and advocate that content out to their circle of friends, then it's never going to be effective, right? Effective employee activation results in increased brand awareness and a real amplification of the company voice and expertise. So when you're thinking about developing an employee advocacy program, you want to make sure that you're encouraging your employees to take ownership of the content and even to get creative. Listen, their LinkedIn profiles belong to them. You don't have a right to tell them what to do on their LinkedIn profile. And so start with that in mind and tell them that you're going to come behind them and help them. You're going to take some things off their plate. Maybe they want to be seen as a thought leader, but they don't really know what to say. Well, then let's think creatively about how they're able to take some of the company copy and tweak it a little bit. So it sounds like them and they don't feel weird about doing that, but they feel empowered to do that. That's a very different approach to employee advocacy. Just know that this really involves a lot of additional training. If you want an employee advocacy program, you have to invest in your employees. And truthfully, it is nothing but fantastic for your brand. When you teach them truly how to push the levers of engagement on LinkedIn or Twitter for your B2B business, man, a great program requires tapping into people and the use of their profiles. And it will generate brand exposure. It will get people to recommend products and services. And honestly, it gives that feeling and embodies the company's best interests along with like the company's best traits. Of course, I would love to teach your team and as a cohort about how they can properly use LinkedIn. I'm just going to tell you that I do spend some time at the beginning of teaching cohorts, getting them to unlearn what they think they know about social media. And then I can get the space to teach them what to do that is meaningful, that is human, <laughs> and that really just really hones in on that advocacy piece. It's really powerful. The fourth tip I'll share with you today is about measuring your success. So many people do, do, do. And then it's an afterthought to go back and see what worked. But you really need to shift your mindset. If you are putting the value of your time and money into a sustained social media plan, then you need to measure the success. It's as simple as going out and looking at past performance of posts and even anecdotally understanding what works and what doesn't. Of course, if you have the investment and a system that really gives you great metrics, which almost any social media scheduling platform has their own, we're obviously a HubSpot shop. And so we have pretty sophisticated models to look at the success of social. But attribution is one piece of it, but also anecdotal information about what is working for you is valuable too. Whatever it is that you do, put it on a calendar, do it regularly, and just remember that good social media strategy is not a sprint. 
It's a marathon and it involves so many different posts and years and years of commitment. The peeps at Little Bird Marketing are helpful. We're always looking for ways we can deliver value and help people walk through some of the next scary steps for marketing. So we've written a comprehensive guide called The Benefits of Social Media Marketing. This is a guide for business. It goes from the basics to advanced, and we'd love to have you take a look at it, use the pieces and parts that are helpful to you, and take your next best step forward. Simply follow the link in the show notes. I hope these four tips have been really helpful for you as you think about building a more effective social media strategy. From all the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.